When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empire. Triple play fantasies basketball show with Doc, Coach, and Brass Dadamas starts now. Bobby. This is the Triple Play Fantasy Basketball Podcast doing our first live NBA show. The NBA draft, things that Coach Kevin, Coach Lewis, myself, Bradley Kilgore, Eric Mendelson have waited all year for. And we are here. So as the picks are named, we're going to give you our takes. We're going to show you some graphics, Show go over some videos. But here you are in a flesh. I'm hosting Coach Lewis. There goes Adam Silver up at the deck. And he's about to, as he always does, man, That the barber's got to get paid extra. I mean, he's got to get touched up every day. He looks like a cue ball every day, man. And I know he's got little hairs growing. So he's just, he's smooth. He's clean. He's always getting that fresh cut. Absolutely. And we'll kind of be bouncing all over the place with the big news. Russell Westbrook, maybe deal going down. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks who just won the NBA championships. And we'll see if people drafting will kind of take their uh, their blueprint as far as the type of players that help them lead to an NBA championship, whether that's like Evan Mobley fold of a of a Giannis uh, potentially a, a Jalen Suggs of a, a Drew Holiday, perhaps. Did everyone uh, for- mute Woj tonight? No, I actually I thought about muting him, but I kind of want to know what's going on. He's invited. Woj is always invited, whether you like it or not. He's gonna blow a bomb somehow. Anytime, like you know, especially on a night where like Ben Simmons might get traded or something like that, I kind of got to know what he's what he's dealing with. Hey, Woj, find out. Woj, you have an open invite on this podcast and channel. (laughs) Like, if you want to come on here and talk to us, we we will not mute you. You are a guy. Uh, but it is interesting. I'm excited to watch these kids get drafted. That's one of the other cool parts uh, that you get to see these kids live their dreams and do those type of things. And uh, that's the exciting part. Like, hopefully, ESPN doesn't do that like sad thing where like they talk about these kids' lives being all messed His up. Father died that. when he was four months <laughs> old. Kevin, you're giving away your age. Uh, I hope these hey, kids do well. Hey Kev, based on um, you know looking in on these backgrounds, I think that it's it's a it's it's much different than what we kind of saw in the NFL draft. We got some um, kids that that come from some polished um, families mm-hmm. and have been in the system. The top <laughs> five picks have all played USA basketball, so like yeah, they, they have some great foundational pieces. Whether it's mom, whether it's both mom and dad, whether it's a little bit of help. Um, there's a lot of little brothers in this draft. Yeah. Even so, like we're we're here to talk basketball. We're here to talk fits. We're here to, you know, give takes. We're not going to do the ESPN thing where we kind of we we relish in the the potential 
you know we're gonna we're gonna attempt to do better lives yeah and, and the negatives of their lives just to you know create some sort of you know human connection when they're already human we already respect them we don't need to you know feel feel badly for them we we already love them let's just talk basketball shout out benny the butcher he's the he's the he's the profile oh. uh musician here he's just blown I didn't know up you were a, a griselda guy coach oh absolutely benny's my favorite uh current rapper going right now yeah man i'm i, I like that i like that i'm a big griselda guy See, we, we learn something new every day. This is supposed to be a basketball podcast. <laughs> wow, I've got a cute little daughter. I didn't know. I didn't know. He yeah, had, Riley. He had her when he was 16, going on 17 high school. That adds to his okay. maturity. All that right. So what time so do mature. you guys think the first pick is actually Girl dad of the year. right now? Are you are you gauging a bet, Eric, as you typically do? No, Eric's got the no. over under right Aww. now. I did, not, I did not. I did not make any bets. Actually, this is the least amount I've followed the NBA draft in years. Still, still active, but not as confident. Don't I like mean, any Woj, of the lines. Woj already said the first pick is Kate Cunningham, right? Yeah, it's hey. minus. It's minus ten thousand, which means you'd have to bet a thousand to win ten. I'm not going to do that for. Or you'd have to bet ten bet ten thousand to win a hundred dollars. That's what I want to see you doing. Also, ESPN has Reese Davis, so they have a casual. We can have a casual. You know, there's at least there's one invited to, hey, to hey, these hey. types of parties. You don't know that we say this is a casual. He might be a full-fledged basketball aficionado. He just well, Eric just said that this is the the draft that he's covered the least, or he's he's done I, the least I'm amount still of not research. A casual, on. come on, he let's could be, be real. I'm not he could be watching it. He could be watching <laughs> it at home. You don't know about Reese just because he's not on TV doesn't mean he's not he's not full-fledged in it. I didn't. I didn't know Kendrick Perkins is on this broadcast. I'm gonna have to leave this broadcast now. I don't he's know wonderful. He's I don't know Stop hating. He's the best. So, so Brad's Brad's guest that we can't have on. He won't allow Shaq on. Kevin, is that you? Know Kendrick Perkins? Yeah, I'm out on Kendrick Perkins. I'm in. I go solo. No Kendrick, Perkins. No Shaq. That's my guy. No, no. I would like Jalen Rose. I'm a big Jalen oh, Rose. Yeah, guy. yeah. I'm a big. I would, I would like Jalen Rose on the pod. We gotta get Maria Taylor on here. We almost Keith Keith Smith was about to come on, and then he got a new job. Look at this kid. What happened with that? How In and out, get... he's got he, it everything. He, oh, I can't wait took, to talk about him. Keith Keith Smith P minus ninety seconds took uh, six months to write back to me, apologized, and then got a new job right. the next day. I was like, yeah, yeah it's gonna be another well, year before I hear back from let's him. Not, let's not put him on blast. On the, I will say, I will play. say, the nice thing about the NBA draft is the cl- clock's way quicker than the NFL drafts. Yes. We'll be able to get into this stuff. We got a minute on the clock for Detroit. So I know I'm a big Jalen guy. I know Brad's a big Jalen guy. Um, Coach is a big Cade I'm guy. Cade Cunningham. Yeah, we're, we're split on Cade here. We are split on Cade. I think he's going to be good. I just don't think he's going to be the best player in this draft by the time it's all said and done. Did you but know- I think he's the safest pick. And I think that's uh, well, what you need if you're the Pistons. So, Doc, I know you're a you know turnover. He's a superstar. You, I know you're a turnover assist ratio guy. Did you know he had more turnovers than assists while he was playing at OK State? Yeah, you put that in the that's group chat right. today. And thank you. I mean, look, man, you're look, using look, your finest ammo really you, early on this one. Yeah, I know, mean, baby. Look, I got I got ammo. I got ammo for days. Look, he can improve. I, I mean, map up right I now. Mean, you're you're the looking. He can in. handle the ball. He can score. I think he's a good foundation piece. They already have Jeremy Grant there. He's safe. He's certainly safe. He's the most well put together prospect that we've seen. I don't need the Pistons. I don't think the Pistons need a score. 
like they like yeah, well, um, he's not a scorer. If they needed, but that's sport, good. If they're gonna draft him, yeah. that, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't think they need Jalen Green. Okay, I think Kate I is the best that. fit here. I respect that, Doc. I hear you. I just don't. There's nobody for him to facilitate to. They just traded Mason Plumley. I mean, were you banking on Mason Plumley being your long-term Look, solution at center? No, but he's competent. He he's very good. Like it's not like he had a bad year. If, if his name wasn't Mason Plumley, and he put up the numbers that he was putting up. We'd be talking about him as like a, a potential, you know, role player piece. He's a really say, a role player. I, I think they thought were, about they were twenty six out of thirty in offensive rating, so they do need some scoring. It's mm-hmm. like they got to get some guys in there and do that. And I yes. think Jalen could do that for them. Um, he's, he's the best player. Yeah. Go ahead, Coach. I know you're Uh-oh. you're bursting. Right. Well, this yeah. is your pick. Right. Well, the, Silver's here. The, the pick, the pick is in. We know what's coming, so let's let's talk a little bit about ah, uh, Cade Cunningham. Look at his daughter. His daughter doesn't even realize the magnitude. Her dad just got picked number one in the NBA. He secured the bag. He secured the bag. He's gonna get that guaranteed. Six eight two twenty. Oh wow! Is that his dad in the fresh suit with the pocket square, the burgundy pocket square? Here I'd see, I'd he comes. See the, I think. The promised one, the guy that's going to save Detroit's part. franchise. So, Coach, let me ask you this. What do you think Cade Cunningham's ceiling is? Like, give me his give me his accolades and give me his stat line. Ceiling, Hall of Fame. Really? Okay. All-NBA multiple times. Uh, I mean, we're talking about his ceiling. Um, he mm-hmm. is a floor general. He can he, – operates the offense and he's a versatile defender so we're yeah. we're looking at all right so if we're we want to break down k cunning it's time for it so i as you see his averages he took uh, oklahoma state uh to a great a great season uh four game winners under his belt or at least uh buckets in the final uh minute to give his team a lead i see him as uh luka Doncic, as it's widely been talked about he's got very similar feel and iq but he's mixed with a little like Paul Pierce and Jimmy Butler. Um, that mm. that goes in hand with his uh, versatility. I'm trying to find a synonym, a synonym for the truth. So I'm just going to call him the gospel. So Cade, the gospel, <laughs> Cunningham. That's my new nickname for him. Um, what separates him, what makes him different, um, as ESPN explaining that he reminds them of Luka Doncic uh, size-wise, uh, 6'8", 200-plus pounds. So these things are separate him and make him for me a bona fide star. So his his the gospel because everything he does is the truth. Um, outside of that assist to turnover ratio, um, uh, that hang pull up is beautiful. Um, his his shooting um in you know the past two years completely transferred. We see that double shimmy move, a la uh, Jimmy Butler does. He does that step forward man. back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, then that that gives you some height, and we'll see that um, with Ao Desumo later later on. Uh-huh. Um, his shimmy fake uh, to the baseline, we call that the, the 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 Smitty. He does that. His jump hooks with both hands in the post. He abuses little guys in the post. He passes left hand, right hand, ambidextrously. Um, those two, those winners though that that we love the most, uh, Oklahoma when he dropped uh, forty and eleven, um, he put that game away with free throws. He had a game winner against Arkansas, Wichita State, Oral Roberts. Um, when the game is at balance, you put the Malika, ball in his hands Malika and he gets Anderson. it done as we take Malika. a look at his highlights. Malika. Am I crazy? To, I, I know they compared him to Chris Middleton and Luka Doncic. 
I kind of see some De'Aaron Fox in his game. A guy that handles the ball, that can pass it, that can score in a variety of ways. Malik Andrews alert. Malik Andrews alert. Malik Andrews alert. Malik Andrews Yeah, you talk about the fits. She's got the best fit of the night. Malik Andrews alert. Hello. I'm a married man. Yeah, so anyway, Ah, uh, when you look at Cade, I like the Fox call. I think – He's a little bigger. I think he has a little bit more strength. He can do a little bit more of a post-up game, as you see there when we're watching the highlights. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see the highlights. If you're on the podcast, you're not. You can put, you know, like and subscribe us on there. I think he's okay. Like I like what you what, what he comes from. Um, I do think that he's limited. His three-point shots got to get better, coach, and you got to admit that. Like That's right. I, I do. I think he and, and in the NBA three-point three shot. NBA three-point shooters got to get a little bit better. I question whether or not he's going to be able to be consistently there. 40%. I, I think, and, and, he was shoot, yeah. and he was shooting over five a game. And in the last, like, six games, he shot at least eight of them. And he was making them at a high clip. I like, Coach, I like you his could, what You could shoot yeah. 40% in college. But I'm talking about NBA and that ability to be there. I think Jalen has that ability. That's why I'm just talking about this. I, I like him. But can he be a transcendental star in the NBA? I don't know. I'm not a Hall of Fame guy. You just put everybody in a Hall of Fame coach. <laughs> Damian Lillard, uh, Kate Cunningham. You got Damian ball. Lillard is 91% Hall of Famer today if he never played yeah, another yeah, game. Yeah, I was yeah, right yeah, on that yeah, argument yeah, by far. Yeah, He's yeah. a six-time All-NBA probably, player. He's about to win Olympic will be gold. Right, but me and Kevin are, are we're, we're the guys <laughs> on this one. You guys went. You guys went the with the Ben Simmons trajectory argument when he's played four seasons and averages 15 points per game for his career. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm really but, mad but I missed a, that pod. You're not a fan on defense, man. But uh, listen. I, I am. That's why Kate I like Cade Cunningham. Cade is the safe – saves the oh, – <laughs> Dave with the, the comment there. Cade uh, was the safe pick. I think it's – you're not going to make anybody mad. You're not going to lose your job if you pick Cade Cunningham. I just don't think he's the best player for Detroit. I don't think he's the best player, period. You know – a lot of times we talk about hoopers, right? What is a hooper? A hooper is somebody who can, you know, they're getting a, they're getting buckets for any team. They're playing defense for any team. They're making their teammates better for any team. When I look at OK State with him last year, they were bad. I'm sorry. Well, they weren't. Like, just, they were bad. They were bad. And they, they weren't. They, they, they had the, the best record one. they had since Marcus Smart played there. How'd they do in the tournament? That's they made it to done. the second round and lost, and he had 24 in that how game. Did, how did Virginia so do one, in 2018 compared the, to 2019, Brad? That's night one, and day. What's that? I said, how did Virginia do in 2018 compared to 2019? They oh. lost in the first round as a one oh. seed, and oh. then they won. That's you want to talk about his winning pedigree, though? You want to talk about his winning pedigree? And I, I'm a believer in the NCAA tournament can only help your resume. I don't you can have a sh- listen. You I can have a Shabazz Napier right, that on, goes from a late second All right, here we go. This has got to be, you know, when we're looking look at, at team needs. You, you know, there you look we at go. Team, everything in bigs. No, Jalen time. I love it. I'm glad they didn't mess this up. This is my guy, man. I think Jalen Green's the best player in the draft, and, you know, I love the fit for any team. I truly believe he can average 25 points per game plus in his rookie season. That's the kind of scorer he is. The only other scoring will come from KPJ and Chris Wood. He's going to get all the shots he can handle. He's a Are you assuming John bucket. Wall's not on the team? Uh, yeah, but he's – I. Uh, that's fair. John Walk. I would a, include John Wall, but besides that, I think you're right. Yeah, like I, I just think he's going to be the – him and KPJ are going to be the primary go-to scorers. Um, if they can trade John Wall, they probably will. 
but you're right. It's 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 fair to assume that he's still going to be on the team because of his contract. Um, I, I really love the college prospects that played pro first. You know, we talk about Lonzo or LaMelo Ball. We talk about Luka Doncic. We talk about, you know, some of the other players that we're going to mention in this draft. Brandon Jennings. Brandon Jennings. Like, if you've had experience playing against grown men who need to do this to feed their family, people who are already better than college players, you're going to come in ahead of rookies in this draft that have just played college. You know how to you know how to travel, you know how to you know how to train, you know how, you know, game planning works, you know how studying works. There's just so much you're ahead of. And I love the fact that Jalen Green went to the G League route. I think the big difference from Jalen Green and Kate Cunningham is Kate Cunningham felt that he needed to go to college to show off his game. Jalen Green went to the G League because he couldn't go pro. <laughs> that's kind of how I look at those two. So I, I really think Jalen Green's the best player in this draft. Um, I think the Rockets made a great pick, and I'm excited to see what he does. Coach is so mad right now. What, what I will say about Jalen, um, I've no, co- I co- everybody knows on the channel that I coach against him as a freshman. He, we talked about this pre-show, or, I, or actually during the beginning of the show. He's a great kid. All, all, he comes from an amazing family in Fresno. They made him go to San Joaquin Memorial. Uh, and it, it's a small little private school in the middle of Fresno because they wanted him to be around in a good school, get a good education. His senior year, he did transfer and, and kind of did the circuit thing. But when you watch him play, every year this kid's improved. I've watched him personally. I've seen it. He can score. He's athletic. He can shoot, which he's getting better. I mean, I think the G League helped him out. His ability to do this right here, and I think this is underrated because he couldn't do this in high school when I watched him play. Oh, well, he right. could do that shit, but he couldn't do this. Like when you watch him here, he could not pull up and hit that three point consistently. And I think he did. And he, and he really approved that in the G League. Uh, you know, their head coach, uh, Roz, he used to tell us that the things he did in practice were some of the most amazing things he's ever seen. Like, and I think that when you look at like a transcendental star, like he's going to be that guy. Now, I do want to know from coach, because he's a fantasy guy and we're a fantasy place, who are you picking first in your dynasty leagues for basketball, Cade or Jalen? Mm. Uh, Cade Cunningham. Really, even with the scoring, like because he's I gonna be putting up twenty five. He's gonna he's gonna give you a twenty five and five uh, his rookie year at least. You, you think he's gonna be Cunningham's all around? Gonna do twenty five and five, huh? Yep, twenty five okay. and five right. at least. I that. I, I don't think of Cade as like a twenty five points per game scorer, but I respect that. Like he's gonna have he averaged twenty in college just That's, now. Yeah, that was college, buddy. As a as a freshman, yeah. Well, guess what? They played together. They were on Team USA together. And guess who was the best player on that team? It was Kate Cunningham. They had Jalen Suggs. They had Jalen Green. They had uh, Tyrese Halliburton. He had 21 in that under-19 championship game. He was the bona fide leader on that team. On the Mount Vert team, went 25-0. They had Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes was on it. USA team, too. Kate Cunningham, again, bona fide leader, best player oh, on the no. team because he has no flaws. Coach, Jalen Green has to be in a good situation for his team to be a winning team. And that's why his comparisons are Zach Levine. We got a Woj alert. Oh, it's official. The Russell Westbrook trade. Uh, See, and the Cleveland pick is in. This is going to take away. Can I break break the Russell Westbrook news? Go ahead, Doc. All right, Brad. Hold the tears back. Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. For a 2024 second round pick, a 2028 second round pick, uh, 
to the Lakers for Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and the number 22 pick tonight. So Wizards giving up Russell Westbrook and two second-round picks that we probably will forget about for Kuzma, KCP, Montrez Harrell, and the 22nd pick tonight. Love it. Let me tell you something. If I told you there was a guy who averaged a triple-double and is probably a top, you know, just based off of last year, top 20 player in the league, don't you think you'd be able to get it better than a, a number 22 pick? No, because of his salary. The salary yeah, he's 44, is 45 mil. Salary. All right. Well, we'll, we'll talk right. about that in a second. Look, yeah. you know, we got Cleveland up. They got the 103. They finished 22 and 50. Team needs offense, front court help, perimeter defender. Uh, they need a lot of stuff there, perimeter defender. And it looks like they took Evan Mobley for USC. Coach, what I, do you think of Evan Mobley? I love Evan Mobley. And uh, that's why it was announced till today that. Um, Detroit was going to go with Kate Cunningham because you have three potential guys that could have gone number one in any other year. You see the numbers. Uh, he's known for his defense, but 17, nine, uh, really good passer. Uh, he's, he can shoot with the right hand, uh, left hand hook. Um, this stat uh, stands out to me in particular of the big man uh, drafted in the top five since 2011. Evan Mobley has the highest number of stocks uh, that steals and blocks combined at, at 3.7. Um, only behind Anthony Davis, who whose stocks and blocks were already higher than anyone else. But all, what we he, what we see here is Jaron Jackson Jr. is on this list. Joel Embiid is on this list. Carl Anthony Towns is on this. DeAndre Ayton is also. But Evan Mobley has the least amount of fouls. That means he is a dominant defensive force. Uh, I think uh, USC was the sixth rated defensive team in the league, and then they had the second rated um, two point field goal percentage. In the paint, that has to do with him shutting down everything. But I think you can run an offense through, through this kid. He's a little bro. Um, his big bro, Isaiah, is still playing at USC. He's a big fella. So he had to play some guard growing up. So he's got guard skills. He can bring it up full court. Um, like I said, it, he is a potential huge threat in the sc screen and roll game, much like uh, we saw Giannis in the NBA Finals just now. I think that you can run an NBA offense through this kid. What worries me is his slight frame. Obviously, he's 215. Um, he weighs less than Cade Cunningham, and he needs to bulk up. But sometimes it takes time. You see a Chris Bosch-esque type of uh, fluid feel. I think he will eventually develop a three-point shot. That is one of his question marks is can he stretch it out? Uh, his free throw shooting um, needs to improve as well. Uh, but the kid, the kid gets after it, and you have a potential lockdown all-NBA defender here in – at the end of the day, this might be the best prospect on the board because how he affects the game of winning. Kevin, you want to go before me? I'm I'm gonna get kind of negative. No, I mean I like Mobley. I think that he's really good. I love that his skill set's gonna translate very well. He's got to get strength. I like I, I he's got to get some strength on him there. Uh, but I do think that his ability to kind of shoot, do what he does right here, and if you watch on the film, just his hook shots. I think that he has a good skill set. Like, I like him. I think this had to be the pick. I just am concerned, and I don't know if Brad's going to bring this up, with his fit with the Cavs. Like, I don't know where they're going to put him there with Jared Allen, Kevin Love, what's going on with Love. Like, that's my question mark. But as far as talent goes, I feel like you have to take him. If you were concerned about fit, maybe you trade this pick and get some assets, but they obviously didn't do that. They do need the help, though. Maybe he fits well with Garland and Sexton there, but I, I was that your concern, Brad? Yeah, you know, I, I thought the hype train on Mobley has been getting kind of out of control. I think he's a nice player, and he moves really well for his size. But I've been hearing Chris Bosh a lot for this dude. Bosh was a much better score, a much better shooter, 
and was also more assert assertive on both ends. You know, I think we're falling in love with his traits more than his game. I think he's going to get bullied in the post against the five because he's so wiry. So he'll probably play the four alongside Jared Allen. But having two bigs in the starting lineup doesn't really make a lot of sense to me in terms of pace. You know, Sexton and Garland, they want to push and shoot threes. The drum and Allen experiment didn't work. You know, so they want to try again with a wiry center that can't shoot that well. So I think Cleveland would have been better served trading down, maybe moving Sexton with the three to get a big name. But they didn't do that. You know, they took who they thought was the best player available, and I respect that. I do think, you know, Mobley has a lot of great traits. But in terms of his game, I don't trust Cleveland to bring those traits out of him. I don't trust Cleveland to turn him into, you know, Chris Bosh shooting the three. Like, that's just not what I trust Cleveland to do. And I don't know that he'll have the room to do that alongside Jared Allen. I just think it's not a great fit. But I to, to Kevin's point, but, you know, I respect the pick. And I, I also, you know, just like Cade Cunningham, I think it's safe. Nobody's going to lose their job taking Evan Mobley. So I, I get it. When you're 22 and 50, you don't worry about, you know, fit. And Jared Allen, I, it, you know, he's good and all. That's not a franchise cornerstone. This kid could really be that. And then you could offload Allen in years. That's what their kind of approach is. I don't really see the direction on where they're going with uh, all this, with the sex land backward. Coach, I don't think that's going to work. Coach yes. Doc, Doc thinks he's going to get a hundred million plus. That's, and that's fine. That, that still doesn't make to me. That's cornerstone still not money. I'm saying it, that's not That's cornerstone money, money but so does yeah. Eric, Andrew Wiggins gets cornerstone money. Like a lot of these players that's get true. that, but that doesn't make them cornerstones just because you get paid. That's Everyone's getting point. paid these days, but the pick is in and we got Woo! Jalen Suggs, and um, I'm gonna let you guys kind of dive in on this. Did they take uh, him? They took Jalen Suggs. I got yeah, pick is in. Oh, you might be. I, I guess I'm jumping ahead of schedule, but yeah. it, it, I mean it's pretty it's pretty guaranteed here. Uh, if they if they do not get Jalen Suggs, oh they no no are no, they took Scotty Barnes. <gasps> Holy canola! I'm behind. Wow, coach, they took Scotty Barnes, top four pick. I what happened to your Jalen Suggs Barnes was going to Orlando. Wow. That's I like I mean I love Suggs, but this is wow. Oh, wow. wow. Scotty Barnes in the all-white suit. I love it. Some people in Vegas just want some money. Wow. I thought they were going Jalen Suggs for sure. You mind if they I start off with Scotty Barnes? Yeah, they loafed. Go ahead. So uh in my eyes, I, I think of him a lot like Mobley. Like, I think we're drafting traits and not, you know, hooping talent. You know, this is a... He's not Mobley, though. He's not Mobley, what? but I just, I'm talking about drafting traits instead of okay. talent. You know, this is a Toronto team, you know, that's kind of making the bet that they can transform a 6'8 rim running forward who shoots 27.5% from three into an all-star 3 and D guy. And, you know, that, that's kind of giving me vibes that, you know, when the Bulls took Patrick Williams last year, you know, he was at least a shooter in college. You know, I, I, I think if the league valued defensive traits as much as they do in the draft, guys like Ben Simmons and Draymond Green wouldn't get as much hate as they do. And, you know, as soon as the game happens, people are going to be disappointed that the number four pick didn't do more than Scotty Barnes is going to do. So. You know, Scotty Barnes has the, the excellent traits to be a top pick, but nothing about his game translates to a future all-star to me. So I, I think he's a great role player. He'll be in the league for, you know, 15 years or whatever. 
but he's not a four pick to me. And that it's an interesting pick from Toronto, who's got a lot of holes, and they've been they've been looking to possibly get in the Ben Simmons sweepstakes. I, I, this is a my first thought is they my first thought is Kyle, they're retaining Kyle. This is this means that they are they're ah, they're they're making a so? push. And that, and that this, is, this is like we're paying Kyle. We're going to give him the whatever the end of the career money that he's he, he he's going to get. They're going to keep Van Vliet. They got OG. They got Pascal. And then I think they're they're planning on trying to plug him at the five position, which he already said that he is willing ah, to be. And he's like kind of a facilitator. You, coach. Hey, Draymond Green. I, this is what I'm thinking because uh, you go you Small you don't take a franchise point guard and Jalen Suggs. You're passing up on him. To me, it was a huge statement that they are not going in that tank direction. That they are going for. Um, so we coach, still, we still got a chance here. Well, actually, Kevin, let me ask you this before you go into your diatribe. What do you think? Do you think Scotty Barnes is a a, a a reliable small ball five? Yeah, he can be. He's versatile enough. He okay. can do it. He can be that four or five guy. I see them comparing him to Draymond Green. I don't necessarily know if Draymond Green would be the comparison that I would have. Um, wow. I saw someone compare him to like Nicholas Batum. Uh, kind of that guy, maybe. Yeah. But Batum's a better offensively. Yes, uh, and he's probably better defensively. So, like, just his body type better. and stuff. He's not better offensively. Yes, at all. I, I, I feel like he's shot 27 and a half from three. I feel like he's what we wanted Tyrus Thomas to be. Like a versatile uh, guy that, that plays a little bit bigger than he actually is with some offensive game. Probably won't create his own shot, but has good athleticism. I think it's interesting. You said that Toronto is going to go all in. I, I think that they have a lot of holes on their team that they should just kind of try and either trade Siakam or build around him. Yeah. I don't think you're going to get much value for Lowry uh, coach, for what you'd be paying. Coach, I was going to ask you, you know, if they're going to go small ball five with Barnes, do you think they trade Siakam now? No, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that they're not They're No, this is this is they're going this for a win now player that brings the spirit that is a good fit. They needed a center. That was their. I position that were terrible at you, you put him really with Siakam. Look at, I love that. look at this defensive, like the defensive makeup with him and OG and Pascal. Like, oh man, that's a that's a front court. And man, in the east, they're you're, they're kind of stealing the Bucks. They're kind of stealing the Bucks blueprint of getting players that have very long wingspans. Coach, when I see you this excited, it makes me think that you might be right. Like I, I honestly but, think- I'm, but I let me still say that I'm I'm still disappointed that they didn't go in the other direction and go with with Jalen Suggs who I love I love Jalen Suggs so much that I I'm so so surprised that they went in this direction but because Scotty Barnes has all the tools to be a really good player now he was not asked to do much but kind of like facilitate and guard people 90 feet for Florida State so his offensive game did not showcase for Florida State but I think that it'll pop once he gets to the NBA and the ball's in his hands you I bet you this means that uh, OKC takes got uh, takes uh, Jalen Suggs now instead of James Booknight. What do you think the Magic do? You think Orlando passes on him just because Orlando, of Cole? I think Anthony? they have to take Suggs. Cole, they got Cole I think Anthony. They got, yeah, but they I got, and I love Cole, Cole Anthony, but you got to go best uh, player available when you're Magic well, and you just that bad. They got Cole Anthony and they got Fultz, right? Well, Fultz just tore his ACL. Like, like basically, they have Cole Anthony and then they have Fultz. And Jonathan Isaac on terrible contracts. That I think uh, I like the I think, Barnes and Isaac fit, so that's why I'm like, wow, they I I, they we, knew Orlando was going to take him, but I think we see I think we see Moody or uh, Moody or Kaminga to uh, to Orlando now. 
That's my you could, but, but you could probably get him at 108, right? Like, if you take Suggs now, and then you just say, okay, whatever You can get guy, one of those other guys at 108. Kamingo, yeah, Moody. I think you That's have to point, do that, because I'm not on the I'm not on the Cole Anthony train. I mean, he's okay, but it, it, Suggs is a different level talent, I believe. I think so, uh, too. I, I love Cole Anthony. Yeah, you, you never know I, if Cole Anthony want. is going to have the Michael Carter-Williams effect, where he puts up really good numbers, but it's just because he gets a lot of playing time. Uh, so that's why I think you got to bring in another guard. I mean, Fultz isn't probably going to play most of next year. I think you got to go best player available. Shoot, the way the NBA is, you could put you could plug Suggs and Anthony in together. Yeah. Suggs can play off ball. We saw that this year. We saw that in Team USA. Um, he he is jet quick. He's known defensively, which is it is an improvement on Anthony. And then if it comes to the point where they don't they can't play well together, you put Cole Anthony on a bench. You got probably the best backup point guard in the NBA. I, I honestly I think Cole Anthony, he's a twenty point per game score. He, he's right, that kind everybody's of smooth. a twenty point per game score in your eyes. I'm a twenty that's, point. That's per not game true. <laughs> no, I think you could get. I think you could average one point a game off the free throw line. Okay, I'll in take the NBA, it. is TJ McConnell a twenty point wow. per game guy? Orlando took Jalen Suggs, huh? Good man, you guys are you guys ahead right. of me, so uh, I, that's why I was, right. I was like, Jalen Suggs, like a guarantee, guarantee. My bad, but, my uh, bad, coach. I'll slow it down for you a little bit. No, nah, you, <laughs> you're good, you guys can break it. It's, it. I'm great with it. So, things I love about uh, Jalen Suggs, uh, one, it's it's so funny because they were like the, they were the best team in college basketball up until that, that championship game where they got showed up, they hadn't lost the game, mm-hmm. but it when the game was on the line, that's when he showed up. Uh, in a conference tournament, that's when he showed up. When he hit the game winner against UCLA, I know that was yeah off the backboard. But look at these percentages: fifty uh, percent from the field in transition. He is a he's just he's cat quick. It reminds me a little bit of um, um John Wall on the break. He's that good in transition. Um, he creates separation on his step backs. Um, he is a super leader. He's infectious. He's the coolest person in this draft, too. Like, you look at him, he's like, he definitely won Mr. High School. I know he was Mr. Football, Mr. Basketball, the state of Minnesota, but he definitely was the prom king and everything. He is the coolest person in every room he walks in. And that's why he's glittered out tonight. But um, I, I just think he's infectious uh, of winning. He's, I think uh, this is a great, great grab. One and, of his, and a good one of his steal best friends is Paige Beckers. She is amazing. To me, this, hey, to me right now, this is a pick of the draft. And for Orlando, especially, because I don't think they would have thought they would have got someone like him. Because I, I thought it was a four-person draft in terms of, like, the tiers. Uh, or even, like, two and then drop down a little bit to Mobley and Suggs. But for Orlando to get him, I think that's a top eight. This is exactly what they needed to rebuild. Like, this is exactly what they have to have. And, and they got they got there. Because, yeah, you can maybe get Barnes and those guys. But Suggs could be that guy you lean on a little bit. And have that ability to have that point guard. He's there. You can build around him. Now at eight, I really think they go after Moses Moody. I think Moses Moody would be a great pick uh, if they could get him there. Like those are two center blocks. We could be talking about Orlando. Hey, they're pretty good in that Eastern Conference. Who knows? Like this is a hell of a pick for Orlando. I am so surprised that the Raptors passed on uh, passed on Suggs. That just means you know you like. And Lowry's old. Is Lowry the same player that we like? I mean, I know they like Van Fleet. Like, I know that. but He hasn't dropped off at all yet. He really hasn't, Lowry. He has some – there is something to that, though, because how hard he plays. He is is getting up there. um, But what he did for Toronto, that's why I feel like he might get that that paycheck that he kind of deserves as, you know, world champion and all that. Um, But what does OKC do here, though? I, I, I like Jalen Suggs' game, but I, I just don't see him as some future superstar. You know, I don't I, see him as a superstar, but I, I see think him he's, somebody 
I see him as a stable presence in the organization. Right. I, you know, so, Eric, I mean, if you think about Eric, it, I, I agree completely. I see him as player. a guy like I see him as a guy like DJ Augustin, like a guy who's gonna be in the league ah, for like oh. 15 years. But if you think about it, Orlando traded away Fournier, Gordon, and it is. It's so this is incredible. They, they, he's five eleven. This kid is is six four, and he's a defensive stalwart or like Drew Holiday. Three of their he, longest tenured players. He is not Drew Holiday, coach. I, I think he's got true Holiday esque characteristics. He's not locking a single person up in the NBA. I promise okay. you. We see that he said the first person I want to match up with is Dame Lillard. If he gets a, st- if he gets a steal, if he gets a That's steal, bold. you call me. I'd say, if he gets I'd say a single Malcolm steal Brogdon. in the NBA. Let's you put call a little me. respect on him. Let's say Malcolm Brogdon. He's got really good balance. He's really got really good foot steel, uh, foot foot speed. Um, he gets steals. He gets deflections. He's got good um, anticipatory skills, and he's got a cannon as an arm. He can throw throw it full court. He does. He's seen so, full court bounce he's got, bounce he's passes. Got incre- he's got incredible court vision, just like DJ. Intangibles. That's why I like Drew. So uh, I want to ask you guys: Do you think OKC makes any moves? Like maybe trading for a vet, or I mean, we've seen SGA and you know the six pick rumored around to move up number one. I mean, I think SGA is probably the only yeah. certified player. I know Lou Dort did well. I know Darius Basley turned it on at the end of the year. I think they, those were kind of just more of the minutes received. What do you if think they, they make got, a move they if, here? if they make a move, it's going to be small. It's going to be you know maybe moving up a little bit, moving back, but nothing big name. I don't think I don't see them getting rid of Shea. At all, I looked at. I see them getting James Booknight. I think that they love this kid, um, and they think that he might be a, a great pair for Shea in that backcourt, as he's a little bit more direct, um, yeah. and he get and he's out there to try to go get buckets. And they hope that they can develop that, and that could be their future backcourt. I don't see them moving on, moving well, on from Shea. So, so they have the six, the sixteen, and the eighteen. So they have three picks that could potentially contribute this year. Do you think that they go best player? Do you think that they try to fill a certain position with each pick? I kind of think they go Davion Mitchell a little bit. I think I think they go with the guy they like, and I think that's either Book Knight or it's Josh Giddy to me. And you know, I, it depends what happens. I think they're going for future talent too. They're not going to get anybody like uh, Chris Duarte or 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 Bassy, like players that are, are a little I, bit older and ready to play right now. They're looking kind of. I think they, they might. Build. I think they might go. I think they might go Giddy because he's, you know, he's super young. He's a guy that you know he didn't make the Australian team, but he could have. He gave Matisse Thybulle all he can handle. Um, he also only shoots thirty percent from three, but I watched a lot of highlights of him. He's very smooth. He's got a kind of a slow game. He reminds me of like James Harden, but he, you know, Harden mixed up his pace so much that you know it throws defenses off, and he's able to draw fouls. And I think Giddy's if they go. Got, He's got a he's got a big body like that, and he also switches up his pace. He kind of reminds me of that, but I he the needs talent. to go to a team. Giddy needs to go to a team that like he can get starters minutes and and have the ball. He averaged eleven seven and seven. You know he he's that kind of guy. He's that kind of guy that controls the flow of the game. At OKC, he could do that. So I I think that makes sense. It's just interesting if they. I think if they do go Euro here, I think that they'll probably go Shingun instead. And Ooh, you know, it, you know, I love Shangun with a with a with the possibility of of Wagner, but I, like I said, I mm. think they go. They, I, I think they go Book Knight um, with this pick because I think that they were asking if, if he was going to come out last year because he was this was his sophomore season and they they were they were going to use whatever their um, second round draft capital was 
to go and, and get him wherever he was, just like we saw Poco last year, wherever he was going to go, OKC was going to spend whatever to go get him. I got to tell you, I, I don't like OKC's plan, though. I'm not a fan. Pick is in, my boys. I haven't heard it yet. Hold on. Oh, yeah, I haven't heard it yet either. Nah, Brad, you can break them since you were oh, ahead. Oh, wow. You know what? I want to start because I picked this yours, kid. Yours to go is faster and than mine. I still don't know the pick. I Who picked this kid in it? our first ever mock, Josh Keon Giddy. Johnson? Oh, no, it's Josh it. Giddy. It is, I picked it, him. You were right, Brad. You were right, Brad. Thank you. Thank you. I yeah, wrote man. him in. I think Salute. I wrote him in the lottery, number 14. And somebody on Reddit told me I was a moron. Josh Giddy wasn't going in the lottery. Who's this crack at? Whoever you are on Reddit, I think your name was one, two, three, dumbass. I was right that he was going to go in the lottery. I just want you to know What's that Josh Giddy was going in the lottery. Get your victory lap in, Kev. I'm yes, I'm getting my victory lap in because that you know was what? my victory lap. You that get a victory some... lap too, but I get all it first. Right, all right, y'all get a victory lap. Dad smack talk right there. One, two, three, dumbass. When, uh, when Dame makes the Hall of Fame. One, two, three, dumbass. I love it. All that. right. So the kid so the kid, Josh Kitty, um, it, he showed out in the exhibition for Australia. It looks like he's he's a foundational piece for he the national team going team. forth. He had it well, now yeah, especially when Ben Simmons decided to, you know, right. flake on his team because that Stop was it. some Bama shit. Stop um, Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy at one time in this Australian league, which is the same one that we saw RJ Hampton, we saw Lamella Ball come out of. He had triple doubles in three out of five games. Uh, he, I mean, look at his stats. He's a walking triple double. He's 11, 7, and 7. Uh, you can make a case this is the best passer in the draft here. Uh, and it was mentioned earlier. His thing is he's got to develop a jumper. It's really slow. He shoots at 30%. People go under screens, but he does affect the game in other ways because he, I mean, he gets in the lane, he gets to his spots where he wants to, and he, and he creates openings for others. Coach, you, you bring up great points. He's a game changing player that is going to be, I honestly think he can be an all-star point guard, but if he's going to be an all-star point guard, you can't shoot 30% from three. I'm sorry. Like that's not today's NBA. You got to do more. So I'm with you, Coach. He needs to. You can make a case. He's ben, ben, ben Simmons shoots zero percent. Stop. Ben Simmons is a totally oh different God. player. This is Ben Simmons plays defense. Right He's a defensive player of the year. You could you can make a case that Josh Giddy is kind of a taller Ricky Rubio. He reminds me of that, where he has this feel. He passes better than anyone. He's got kind of floor general in him. It's just he's. I I don't know if that. It necessarily is what you want as far as trying to win NBA championships. I think he'll be a, a good pro for a long time, but all star, I'll, I'll stay away from that. I'll take Jalen Suggs over him all day, hey, every day we, of the week. So, so, so let me ask you guys from a macro perspective, do you like what OKC is doing, where they're basically trading any asset they have and stockpiling these first round draft picks? I know, like, we kind of saw a trust the process. This goes a step beyond that. What are your guys' thoughts? Yes, I mean they they fleeced the the Clippers and and they 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 got they got other things from from Houston. So I think that they they have enough draft capital. They they definitely got a hit in the lottery. They got to get get one of these top picks, especially in this draft. They I know that they really wish. I think that in the test of time, they will be a winning franchise. But it, it um, e they're gonna have to hit a superstar for them to get over the edge because Shea is really good. He's a, an all star player, but he is not um, your superstar, but I think that they have enough draft cap- capital that one of these players will fall in their laps um, within the next, you know, three years. So I think that it, the plan at the end of the day, it will work out. And I think they'll probably get something for Kemba. Kemba will start balling out and they'll get another 
you know, first or second round pick. Well, at some point they got to move these picks though. Like they, they can't just keep getting like young, 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 young guys yeah, and then trying to you fill. Can't win with a really young team. Sorry to cut you off, Kevin. No, I'm just saying the roster wise, and you can't say, oh yeah, we're going to pay you this, and where the minutes going to come from at a certain point. I like this pick though. I think he fits well with Shy. I think they'll be very good together. But they got to hit some other picks. They got to get these. These next two guys are going to be interesting. Um, but I do want to get your coach. You like? I was never a big Jonathan Kaminga guy. You like Jonathan Kaminga. What do you think is happening with Kaminga here? Why is he falling? So I, I mean, I can't speak on the character things, but it, it seems like some of these uh, these other guys uh, a little bit uh, have have been do, doing better in the room. Um, he, when he first got to ignite, um, people were talking about him being a potential number one pick. What I think what happened was he ran into a, I'm in high school and I've dominated everyone physically each and every way. And I can just do whatever I want. And I'm going to score. And he found out that when he got in play, playing against grown men, that that wasn't as easy as we see, um, his percentages weren't too high. Um, he, falls asleep on TV. I think one of the things is the work ethic where Jalen Green, lives eats sprees in the gym he's in the weight room you didn't hear that same noise from Kaminga and if they're both in the G League and you got Jared Jack just raving about um Jalen Green you're not really hearing that same thing of Kaminga does he think that he is too good so I think it's a it's a matter of everything that I was doing well in the high school level um dominating physically is not translating the same way now he also did move up a year so he was a junior moved up to uh you know the senior class and then all of a sudden he's in the G League unite so he really should have been a high school senior this past year. So that, that has something else. You move up not only a year, but you move up with the grown men. I mean, Anthony Edwards, it was no problem for him. But I, I think that's what you're kind of seeing here uh, with Kaminga. He's, there's got to be something character-wise. So we got the Warriors now. You know, they got the 107 and the 114. We know that. They finished this is huge. This uh, is huge. Trade this, man. They got to trade Team this, needs, right? you know, 3D nah, wings. Playmaking guards, ready now players. Like I, I it's interesting to see. I thought wow. maybe Giddy would be there later. Um, who is going to be huh? in that spot? They maybe think Book this is I thought they were going to trade both of these picks for like Bradley Bill, and it's looking I, like they're going to take them. I, I well, like Bradley Bill's in Washington. I, He's I, I not going. Don't want to trade to the Warriors. Like you don't want to trade <laughs> to a team that's doing well. It's kind of like, like Danny Ainge. Like, Danny nice Ainge take. Want, Danny Ainge want enough trades that you don't want to trade to him and feel like that you got robbed. It's like you don't want to help the Warriors win another ring. You kind of want to let that dynasty die out. D'Angelo Russell would disagree. D'Angelo Russell, D'Angelo Russell was there half a season. I know, and he, he got traded to him. They took Kaminga. Uh, he's the best player there. They didn't need a guard. I, I disagree. We we still got Sengun in the building. Shengun. Shengun. Ah. Sorry, Coach. I'll, John, I'll, take, I'll take Kaminga over him. We talked about him. Coach talked about him. He's 6'4", 205. Played in the G League, obviously, with Green. 17-4-2, you know, three-point percentages there. Um, no, it's not. I, I, I don't know. I, you know, for me, I think he's an athletic guy. Does he, he, shot 20, he shot 25% from three this year. Yeah, it was a struggle. Does, does he fit with this Warriors team? I, I don't know. I, I No. I, that's the – it's weird. I guess you just take best player available, but 
I, maybe Book Knight would have fit here. Now, I don't agree with Book Knight being drafted this high, especially after he doesn't play any yeah. D and those type of things. But, yeah. man, this is an interesting pick to me. Uh, this is a – maybe they saw talent. They had this. But in reality, I mean, when you look at who they've drafted, they've been pretty good at drafting picks. I trust them, but at the same time, I don't know. At some point, you got to uh, think about the future, but you do get the best player available. Maybe this is um, a tradable asset coming I think this is a, either now this or – Trade this deadline. is a G League. This is a G League stash. I think they're gonna put him back. They're gonna draft him at seven, and they're gonna put him back in the G League. Get let him play somewhere where he can get thirty minutes. Like you said, he might Whoa. as well be like a, a a high school senior right now. Like he's that young. Um, I, I you shoot you shoot twenty five percent from three in the G League, and then you go to the Warriors, the team that has been he- made famous by shooting the three like no you're not you're not gonna play for them like he's gonna they're gonna let him cook they, they could trade him and wiseman mid-season like I, I yeah think, that's what i was thinking I, I think, too I, I think i think they're gonna let him show out a little bit i think they're gonna see how clay comes back from his but he'll you know, show out injuries. he'll show out in the g league though he won't show out in the nba i would i would I like they, him on they, washington they'd be, if they could, they'd be wise they can, to let him show out in the nba i think maybe what they do is is Build his trade value up. I mean, anybody can look good on Golden State being the fourth option. I don't know about that. I I like what you said, Coach. I like what you said about you know him being in Washington. I'm fine. You give me Kaminga in Washington and whatever your your other pick is in the lottery, Warriors for Beal. I'm fine with well, that. We haven't unfastened the seatbelt on Brad Beal, and um, maybe that starts rumbling when we start getting destroyed at the beginning of the year. And then finally at the deadline where like they got Kaminga and Wiseman and they're like, they're throwing it out there. And we finally decide because Brad Beal forces our hand, we finally say yes to it. So maybe this is enticing for them going forward. But like, if I'm thinking about players that are going to help them win right now, uh, Franz Wagner, Moses Moody seem like they fit the mold for if I'm trying to win a championship right now with the pick that I'm trying to get right now, but I guess because Corey he's the Kispert. best player available, it, Corey, I mean, he's probably our best shooter in this draft. He is uh, the best shooter in the draft. Yeah. They could I mean, probably get him at 14, though. Like, he might be there still. Yeah, he might be cool there. It would be a jump. Risk, man. Why take the risk when you can, just, you can just go ahead and do it? Like, just go ahead and take your guy, you know, instead of a guy you're going to have to stash. Like, I'm not even sure Kaminga is the best player available. Like, there's nothing. Everything about him is hope. Like, he's so talented and he's so young. So you're hopeful that you can you can take his traits and build him up into this all-star. Why don't you just take a guy that's already there? Like, what, what are you scared of? Like, that Kaminga is gone? Whoever Kaminga goes to, they're going to have to build him up. Like, he's not there yet. He's going to be there. I think he's a very talented dude. But we're so talking why not, about guys so why, like why not, they liked him. Yeah, why not? Why not have him on a team full of vets? Then I mean, I feel like that's the best. Because he's not going to. He's not going to play. Who, he's not good enough to play right how, now. How how deep is the Warriors roster though? Like they're they have uh, well, so all right. For they instance, have so, they have Wiggins, so Jordan Poole, Eric Pascal, Eric, for, all for the instance, same position. Yeah, You're saying those, Jordan those Poole players. And Eric Pascal, you're worried about clogging up. Cap, uh, Eric, I don't think you saw Jordan Poole last year. Like, Jordan that Poole, dude was Jordan Poole is good. Jordan Poole is also, good. Also. On They're top of that, on top of that, let's think for a second. Like, look at what um, uh, Nico Mangan's doing on the Italian team. Like, that dude looks like a beast. Like, all these, uh, some of these guys they drafted, all they need is is just run. And Kaminga's not going to get that run wow. on this team. 
Hey, to oh, Kamina wow. Kaminga's credit, he averaged 16 on 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 Ignite. Coach, he was not coach, a scrub. Coach, check out Orlando's pick right here. I can't. I'm I'm waiting for it. We'll, we'll wait for you, Coach. We'll wait All for right. you. Yeah, he's, 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 he's gonna find oh, out oh, before me. Wagner. Hey, Kevin's oh, doing man. backflips because the Kings yours, didn't get him. Yours, <laughs> right, Kevin baby. is doing backflips right now. <laughs> yours, yours no is gonna be ahead of mine. I haven't even seen the pick yet. Oh, oh, I'm coach. so glad. Coach. I did not want this dude on my roster. Thank you, King. Oh, really? Kevin, Kevin, let me hear your take. I didn't know you didn't like Wagner. I, I mean, I, he's all right, but he's not what the Kings need, and we've been drafting. I'm done with what – I didn't think he fit the roster very well. I don't think he's athletic enough to play defense in the league. Like, I don't think okay. he's going to be – I don't think he – He's I a like good that. defender. No, yeah, he's, Michigan. His staple is a shooter. Yeah, I, no, I it's not. Him. His table is defense. One block, no. 1.3 steals. Look at his three point percentage, less than 35. He's not, his stable is not three point shooting. It is, it is his ability to defend and his length at, at six nine. The fact that he's still growing into himself. That's, you know what? You're right about that, actually. I'll, I'll versatile I'll, defender. ESPN. I think of I think of a guy his height that shoots thirty five percent from three. I think of him as a shooter, but you're right. It's just the white German kid defender. you think shooter, but that's not his his staple. But he's got a really good no, no, no. feel for the game. I'm not I'm not doing the the you know the oh, white man can't uh, jump. And, yeah, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm I'm like I've watched oh, yeah. him play. I've I look at his stats and I, I think of him as a shooter. I think of him as a, a versatile, you know, uh, a guy with a high ba- basketball IQ. But I didn't. I never thought of him as a defender, at least not in the NBA. To to and little point. being a little bro, it's a Mo Mo Wagner. He's being beat up his whole life. Um, yeah, the Germans are are typically tough. So I think this is not that soft hero in in for Michigan. James, he was uh, the glue piece to that team. Eric Eric James Booknight's fallen man. Did you take my my under? Uh, I didn't. I told you guys I didn't get into any props. You guys didn't really uh, seem confident on anything. Kevin, I'm interested. Where do you want the Kings to go? Shingun. 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 I mean, they're, they're, keep, they're keeping Buddy Hill now, it looks like. If they take Shingun, then then uh, what's his name needs to go? Um, what's it? Uh, Holmes, Richard Holmes. Well, he's yeah. they're not going to be able to pay him anyways. They, he's he's going to make more than they have eleven million to spend. He's gonna he's he's gonna be like 13, 14 million. They're okay. gonna they're gonna just miss being able to pay him. So be, they have uh, to move on. Kevin, Kevin, that's a corner piece. If if you get him, he's a cornerstone yeah. of your organization. Yeah, I would be Turkish League MVP. You know, Turkish League MVP as a baby. He's like eighteen or nineteen. So like they're gonna take Corey Kispert. That's a that's a uh, so listen here. Move. Defense, wing depth, and upside prospect is the Kings. Let me talk about my Kings real quick. I would love Shagoon, whatever the hell you say his name. I would also <laughs> I would like Moses Moody. I think those two would fit. Like I I do like the okay. Moody fit. In that roster, I know we're trying to move on from Bagley. Um, get the hell Bagley off my roster. Should have been Doncic. So I'll never live that down. Uh, yeah. But, but I like both those guys. If we can put come away from both those dudes, I'd be very happy. If we take like a a Kisper, I'm gonna leave the stream, and you're not gonna see me again because I dodged no. one with Wagner, and now I'm gonna hit Kisper. I like Kisper, but Kispert's we don't need good, a Kisper. Man. But we don't no, need a Kisper. Kisper is, is never gonna be a good pro. He shot forty four percent. Whoa, 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 whoa. Three, yes, he he's is. six Stop seven, forty four percent from three. Eric, you're, you're crazy. Talking That's disrespectful. I don't, like, I, don't, I don't like those slow. White Have you guys. seen him shoot the ball? His he's got he's the not, quickest release out there, and he shoots Eric, it he's deeper than anyone. He's Eric, get your slow. five four ass out of here. All right, yeah, Kisper five, can play. Five. Okay, it's five five. <laughs> but well, I guess we'll have to see about Kispert. I'm uh, 
You know, I'm, so, all right. I'm 50, 40, 90 clock. potential, 50, 40, 90 potential. Sacramento's on the clock. This is all. How many, how many good Gonzaga players pan out? That's, that's, the, that's not fair. No, it's, it's a totally a fair question. Name me the best player to come from Gonzaga. John Stockton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A Hall of Famer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was, like, what, what uh, 40 years ago? Mm-hmm. 40 years uh, ago. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I, I'm waiting for some recent ones. Oh, damn. I mean, you know, Nigel Williams. Sabonis wasn't bad. Sabonis is all right. Like, Sabonis really, is like, really Sabonis good. Is really yeah. Perennial yeah. all-star really right there. Doma. Plus, Chet's coming in there next year. Jalen Suggs, uh-huh. future all-star. Chet, Chet's going to go maybe top three next year. I'm thinking of the Nigel Williams Gosses, the Adam Morrisons. Um, that's your who's, fault. Who's, who's, who's the other name that, that slipped my head? I mean, for as good as Gonzaga is, like I, I think they're a they very play good team basketball, team and they play man. Well together. They, Listen, yeah, they play. They play college. Team look at look at a team. Look at a team like Duke. Like college teams evolve over time. Duke, they used to recruit like you know tough, scrappy white boy shooters, and then they started getting five star players. And, and to Mark Mark Few's credit, this was the first year he went with the one and done situation with Jalen yeah. Suggs. So they, they typically get they're, transfers they're in overseas exactly. players that the, play the there NBA, a long time. They're not the NBA, the NBA is not a team game as much anymore. You don't see 04 Pistons. That's, where you don't this have is a an absurd take, Eric. This is, I, this is, this is, I'm going to delete this. This is I'm going to delete this from the pod. This is, this is completely not an absurd take. Every team now has a superstar, and then they have role players or they have another all-star around them. Brad, you said it's a two-superstar league. You don't see – like having a good Eric, balance who won the championship team, this year? The Bucks. And Giannis name, is a superstar. And who was Drew Holiday? Who was Chris Middleton? Talk about their contracts. They're, they're all-stars. Oh, Rui, Rui Hachimura, all right, all right, Zach Collins, Brandon Clark. Pick us in, pick us in, pick us in. Oh, Kevin, you're going to be upset. I haven't heard it yet. Because <laughs> I want to see Kevin's reaction. No, I, I heard it. What the hell are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to be mad. I knew you were going to be mad. Davion Mitchell. Kevin, you know what this means? That's not They're a bad trade. pick. They're just stacked up on cars now. No, this, is, this is a bad pick, but this means, Kevin, they're probably going to trade uh, Buddy Hield. It's not a bad pick if Buddy. they trade Buddy Hield, though. Kevin, do you? I, come on. Give me your thoughts. I see you're befuddled right now. You don't know what I like Davion Mitchell. No, no, no. Yeah. Let's, let, let's let Kevin talk. Well, I just don't understand where he goes. I guess when you look at he's his size isn't really for wing depth. I guess if they do give it a buddy, but why not just keep Buddy there? He's a win now piece. Do they think they're really one the Davion Mitchell away from making the playoffs in the West? Like I don't I don't see that upside with that pick there. I don't. God, yeah. the Kings. What is wrong? I mean, I like Davion. Well, like I, I, I liked him as like a piece, like to go to like the Pelicans or go to yeah. I, I, oh, the Hornets. The Hornets was my spot for him. I thought he would play really. Hornets or the Pelicans play really well in that situation, but I don't understand what the Kings are doing. Like I so don't understand. Here's my thing. Like this is a guy. I had him going 14. He obviously went nine. You yeah. Know, this is a guy that. He made a name for himself in the tournament, and if you don't follow college basketball, you know th- that's where you know Davion Mitchell. He's only six foot one, which Kev mentioned. You know that's not great in a league that's shifting towards the bigger guards, but he's also the former Defensive Player of the Year. 
And he also this shoots forty five this year. And he also shoots forty five percent from three. And there's always room for a three and D guy on any team, especially if you're guarding wings, especially if you're a playmaker. I really love Davion Mitchell, but the fit is strange unless they trade Buddy Heels. Otherwise, I don't understand what they're doing. It's so, hard to stay in front of him. I think he's a perfect fit with Halliburton's length and playmaking Halliburton skills. And, and, he, he, and he's Kevin, just a great defender. Kevin, Coach is making a great point. I love I love Halliburton and Davion Mitchell together. I think you guys really have – like that's a – that's a backcourt that you're going to have for the next 10 years. Kevin, let me ask you, because I think Buddy Heald, the, the biggest thing with him is going to be hard to trade that contract. Four-year, 106 mil. I think he just finished his first year of that. It's not awful, but he hasn't lived up to it. Who oh, would wow. You want, Donovan who would, Mitchell's brother with the tweet. Who would you want him to go? Like, What, what would you want in return for Buddy Heald? Because <laughs> it seems like he's on his way out. Uh for me, I just want that contract off the book. So I really don't with with this pick, with with this pick, and with Davion being there now, like whatever you can get for him, maybe. I I did see a a Knicks trade recently where they tried to make some things work with the Knicks, um, and I think, oh, uh, what was it? You got to give me a second. Um, I know they're not getting Julius Randle. Uh, no, it wouldn't be Julius Randle. Probably get Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, I well, you know, I, I did see. I kind of like that. I kind of like or, that as well, actually. Yeah, That's a good there's... idea, Eric. Yeah, if you, uh, can get, if you can get Mitchell Robinson and somebody else to match the salary, I kind of like that trade. That could work. Here's the, here's the deal I saw. I just pulled it up. So the Knicks would get Buddy Heald. We would get Obi Toppin, Kevin Knox, Frank Nikita, and a first-round pick. I'd want Mitchell Robinson. I love Obi Toppin as well. And Mitchell Mitchell Robinson – if he can get uh, like his his uh he's got big problems fouling, but if he can he get o- over that, he's he's gonna be an all star. Knox got Knox got to get out of New York though. Uh, Tibbs is oh, yeah, not a believer. And, he's and got they, he needs a new they look. Have Nerlens Noel behind Mitchell Robinson, so they don't necessarily need both. Then I think Mitchell Robinson carries more trade. Kevin Noel is a free man. agent, and it's looking like they're not gonna be able to retain him either. Kevin, so they do need up, a backup man. big. Kevin, this is this is a shock, but it's it's a good pick. I like. I really it. like this pick. I like it. Well, yeah, but when you're yeah. in the position of the Kings, you want something I mean, I more guess <laughs> to I, believe I, I, in. A higher as, ceiling player, when, as opposed when, to when a all of us are player. fans of teams that are kind of in no man's Woo! land and don't have very good uh, success. All right, boys. Uh, Nora just came through with an absolutely insane pick i wow. don't understand trading it. up trading up today they were talked about giddy in this position but giddy's gone so i had this dude at 23 oh wow you really can't ruin it wow Z- zaire williams stanford <sighs> All right. Well, I, I you know I gotta invest in some better Wi-Fi for next draft. So I'm this is this was guys. Eric's best when on on the pod earlier. This is Eric's best player not in the NBA. So Eric, talk about your guys. I hear. I just like that he does it all. I mean, you ten four two. Now the shooting's got to get a little bit better, but I like the length six eight one eighty five. He's skinny. He's got to put a little weight on, and I think that's what we talk about. <laughs> David Simon in saying the doesn't like the Kings pick for me. It's a little. I'm very interested with what the Pelicans are doing, trading for Valanciunas. Um, 
I guess they're building around Zion, Brandon Ingram, and they're hoping they can get a traditional big man. Isn't he him though at his like at his ceiling similar to a Brandon Ingram? Like he's a Brandon Ingram no. comp. Like how Coach. like no. you, he, 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 he gets he wiggle, he he's Coach. got a good shot. Like he, he does better with the ball in his hands. So like I don't not, I don't like the fit. I like I'm his potential. Big. I'm not big on this guy. Like he's he's six nine, very cool. But he averaged eleven and five at Stanford. Like he's very wiry, and he's also not a good shooter at under thirty percent from three. That's not. He's Brandon got a good Ingram. shot though, and he had an injury riddled season. Okay. Um, he like the, under, the year before, he shot, the year, he shot under thirty percent from three. The year before like I, at Sierra Canyon, he was the best player on that team, and he was re- he was, was really good school. all year. But his injury histories, even even in high school, really worry me going forward. Like some about his knees. So here's um, here's coach, my thing. Coach. Hold on, hold on, Eric. Smart as they get, player. Eric, let me just say this. Like, I honestly think he could use another season at Stanford or be like a nice G League stash where he can get minutes and develop his game. Like, I I just don't think he's going to be an NBA difference maker on a roster this season, especially at number 10 overall. Like, Eric, you you can talk, but I I just – I'm almost shocked that this guy went 10 when you could have got him maybe in the second round. So here's my thing. Oh no. I, I feel like the Pelicans, you know, look, they had some they had some potential to make the playoffs this year. Like there there was a stretch where they looked pretty good. They're gonna get enough scoring from Zion and Brandon Ingram and the haul they gave up for Balance. That's true. I think they expect him to be, to be a third score. So I don't think you draft him as a score, but all those other guys I mentioned aren't great defenders. Ingram has the length for it, but you don't think Zion's a great defender? I do not. I do not. Um okay. for as, as he starts playing more minutes and more years, I think that's going to be his Achilles heel. And I think you drafted him to be box office to really like kind of draw fans in. I think they're drafting Zaire as kind of like that, that kind of like a Ford version of Patrick Beverly, like a guy that's going to box out someone or that's going to pick someone up full quarter, has the length to guard the team's best player so that you don't have to have Brandon Ingram or Zion do that. And it's it, you're right, Brad. It is a reach, but I guess they really believe in the versatility that he has, and that scoring is kind of a second thing to him. I think that's what you're seeing some teams now is they have their scores, and they say, "Look, you're not going to play defense." Like you know, we see the James Hardens. They don't play defense. If you can do one thing well, we'll draft other people, or we'll put other people James, on the roster. James Harden might be one of the greatest offensive players of all time. He is. That's not Zaire Williams. But but how many how many times did you see years prior where there was a player that could do one thing well and not another? Like Jordan. Jordan was a great scorer and a great defense. Great defender. Giannis. Giannis well, did both. To this point on Zaire that he's like a a both side, he is more of an offensive player. I know he only averaged 11 points, but he's a scorer. He's a person that has the ball in his hands, and he he gets his shot off. You wanted to go defense, you go Moses Moody, who's your perfect 3-and-D and perfect fit for his Zion. But he's more of a forward. Why are you saying he's a scorer, though? Like, what are you basing that off of? Basing on points. watching him, like w- like watching him play the the entire like his his he process in high school, and I told you it was an injury riddled uh, season. He had games where he came into the game, got hurt, and didn't play the rest okay. of the game. That affects your points per game. That but he was hobbled around. If he didn't get if he didn't get in, coach, if he didn't get injured, what do you think he would have averaged? It was also awkward playing for Stanford. Their team was very bad, and the, the focal point was defense 
beat him up and the physicality really got to him. He was too frail to handle that as well. So I think that Coach, in time in the NBA, that type of things will, will develop. I feel that. I'm just saying, like, if you didn't get injured, what do you, what is it that you think he would have averaged this, this number 10 overall pick that's a score? I mean, I mean, Brandon Boston, we're going to look at a little bit later, but he it, the same 11 points per game, but he's a bona fide score. And he was, you know, Brandon Boston you know, might go in the second round, man. I understand that. Yes. I, but I, I'm it, saying like this dude got drafted number 10 overall. Like, what is it that you think? Like, it, what is he? Is he a 25 point per game score if he didn't get dra- if he didn't get injured? Like, what are we talking about here? I can't I can't play the if game with the injuries. I don't do that. But like, it, it it's just a like we got to give him some time. He's still 18 years old, and he's like I said, he's probably the one of the smartest and top five smartest IQ players in yeah, in the true. entire draft. He's he's just You're a great right character that. guy, and and I I praise him for that. I'm worried about the injury thing, but he does if you like when you break down the film. He really does have moves. He can really create does, separation. Oh. Uh, Coach, you're right, you're 100% right about that. But I'm talking about like a 10 pick. This is the guy who I had going 23 and you took him at 10. Like I don't I don't see that. I I, I think he can score more than 11 points a game. And obviously so do they or they wouldn't have taken him at 10. But I don't and obviously he has moves and obviously he was injured but what is I don't see his ceiling to be drafted at 10 I think he's a I think he's it's a, a bad pick I agree, I agree with that part I was just okay. kind of defending right, him as a player you. and his potential right, I like you. I would love him for like an like OKC team where like you're in complete rebuilding you know you're like look Coach, at him thought, for the future stash him but with the Pelicans it's terrible him. I thought you were defending him as a pick I didn't know you were defending him nah as a I hate the pick I actually hate you. the pick okay. I don't I I, like I said with him Ball and Ingram, I think it's a terrible fit. I don't, like our keys to to them is Zion, quote unquote, fit. Like you got to you got to build completely all around Zion. And then I think we're that's the clock ticking on Zion's uh, trade request. And defense, they need they were the worst defensive team per yes. rating in the NBA, and they just picked a kid that can't play defense. See, Davion uh, Mitchell would have exactly. been a perfect guy for their team, Davion yeah, Mitchell, but gone. he wasn't there. The Kings, yeah. the Kings, fucking sniped them. Yep. All right, so uh, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, rejoice, man. That's a great pick. It's, no, it's, it's shocking, but it was no, it's great. Not. No, it's yes, not. It all right, 